0: Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude.
1: Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your
2: head. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Just a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we could produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, at Podmania, YouTube, and Instagram, at The Real Podmania. If it's wrestling you want, check
0: out more of our great content at www.podmania.weebly.com. Let's do this. My name is Chris O'Brien, and I'm a bona fide Tai Chi, and I love Tai Chi, and you can... Teach that. This right here, he's Rob Goodrim. I assume he's around five foot eight. And you can't teach that. <laughs> and this right here it's Garth Jackson. And he's a daddy. And you can't <laughs> teach that. Bada boom. Only guys in the room. How you doing, guys?
2: I'm all the better for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm glad <laughs> it went
0: better than last week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's that's incredible. Have you got that written down as well?
0: No, I just came up with it after the road dog one tanked.
1: Oh. Wow. Well, that's that's pretty. Doing your one every time.
2: <laughs> oh god! Don't yeah, tell him good. that. Oh Jesus! I want um, a rock one.
0: No. Anyway, so hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Young Lion Podcast. I am joined by, as I've already said, Matt. Matt? No. Fuck Rob. I... <laughs> started so well. I'm I'm nervous, but I've never done a three person podcast before. I'm with Rob. Hello, Rob. I'm with Gaff. Now, Gaff, you're
2: oh. back. You're back in Japan. How does it feel? It feels good. It feels. It feels right, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Uh, it's, uh, it's the right... Yeah. like anyway, WrestleMania,
0: but better. It is like WrestleMania, but better. In a packed Tokyo Dome, which is amazing. We're here to talk about Wrestle Kingdom, just early showrunner for sure show of the year. It always is, and it's going to be amazing. There's no news this week, because God, we have two shows to talk about, and me and Rob are probably going to gush over half of this CAD. It's going to... Be amazing but we start ladies and gentlemen on the never open rate six-man tag now guys what did you think about the loss of the new japan rumble
2: um i was looking forward to it i, love-, I, I, I love a good battle royale, but you know this was good it was a it was a nice change up
0: it's an easy way to get yeah, a pop is for rumble because yeah. like Again, I said I said this last time, but like when Scott Norton came out, I was just like, Oh my god, it's Scott Norton of all people. Like Haku came out one year, Captain New Japan. Um, and because of it, like Tai Chi wasn't on this card, Jushin van der Liger wasn't on this card. Just like a lot of big names weren't on this card because of the loss of the rumble. But to be fair, this opening Scramble was absolutely amazing. And I'll just ask you guys, what did you think of the Scramble overall? Um, Rob, start with you.
1: Um, I liked it. It was a nice way to open the show, it got everyone into it. Like me and you were texting each other, we watched it live and we said like this was a great way to wake everyone up. I thought David Finlay looked great to get two roll ups straight away before he got absolutely flattened by Killer Elite Squad. I thought, you know, it's good to see that he's on the up and up. Hopefully he'll have a slightly better year than he's had. I thought, Jesus Christ, is there a better way for New Japan to give a big middle finger to the elite? Jesus Christ, have them come out first and have them rolled up almost instantly. Um, in five minutes. In five minutes. In Four minutes of, thirty-nine. In one of the most ridiculously nonsensical bits of all time because there was no reason for Chase Owens to get onto the apron at all. But, you know, it was unceremonious. But you know what? Ultimately, it it proved a story beaten. Ultimately, I don't <laughs> yes. really care if they go... Right now, if I'm honest, I'm happy with... New David Japan Finley is. is now
0: the winningest man in New Japan so far this year.
1: They did make that point in uh, in the New Year's Dash. I am going to say the fact that we didn't open this show with Kazani Nurei is an absolute fucking travesty.
0: It and... is. But at the same time, I don't... Like, they clearly wanted suzuki Gun at the end, and I don't think they wanted them to do the distance because Lance Archer just can't do a 20-minute match.
2: So... <laughs> He barely lasted five minutes.
0: Oh, yeah. Was blown out of his ass. Yeah, Lance Archer's just sort of a weak link in Suzuki Gun. But, you know what? It was fun. I popped quite a few times in this match. Usually Nagada looked like a fucking boss at, what, 105? Mm-hmm. Like, he's ridiculous. Jeff Jeff Cobb made me enjoy a Goto sequence, which is very hard. Um, Chuck E.T. continued to be crazy. Uh, this we'll elaborate about on that more in the news but I thought this was a really fun way to start the show. Uh, my pick win, I believe, is one of the only wins I got all night, and I don't know. I really enjoyed this. I'd go as far, high up as a seven out of ten for this match. Wow, Garth, you. I liked him. Um,
2: <clears throat> I just I enjoyed seeing more of um, Cobb because I Ooh. thought that made him look like a monster. Yeah, like having to sort of constantly sort of double team and triple team him, um, and and it was obviously um, Smith who got the sort of pin on him. Which I mean, the fact that he, he he's just de- like deceptively big, mm-hmm. like David Boy Smith Jr. Cause you look at like when he's next to Jeff Cobb, we are pretty much sort of same sort of size. I, just, I love Big Man versus Big Man when I was watching that I immediately thought I'd love to see Jeff Cobb versus Brian Cage mm. it's Just, it's
0: I just think that most... might have happened
2: actually uh, probably, the probably happened in movie. Lucha Underground or
0: something dark, like... no, um, oh no it probably would have but... yeah and it has happened in Lucha Underground I think yeah.
2: I think that would be amazing but um, <laughs> I think I don't know overall it was just really really good didn't get me pick but can't get everything
0: yeah, um, oh, yeah. and, um, Taguchi were out the correct amount of bollocks in this match. Like, yeah. we didn't go over the top, but it was enough to get we laugh out of you. Just
2: funny, yeah, it was good. It was yeah. the
1: correct amount of comedy without going over the top. I was worried with Taguchi and Yano being in the same team. I was like, this is going to be ridiculous. But there was a moment where Yarno, uh, he'd just been tagged in, and he turned around to Taguchi, and Taguchi attempts to try and give him tactics. And there's a bit where he just stands there and goes, I do not understand what you are saying. And he gets <laughs> speared by Lance Archer, which is quite cool. There's also a bit that I really enjoyed where Lance Archer does old school and he seriously goes about three-quarters of the way across the ring on the top rope, and you can actually see Suzuki looking at him as though to go, fucking hell,
0: that's quite impressive. Well, and, then, and then he tags um, Davey Boy in. I thought that was a great spot. That like, did um, <laughs> like the take ever do that? Because if not, he missed a fucking opportunity.
1: He really did. And then, of course, I really enjoyed, similar to you, Garth, how you like you know, the two big men basically biffing the shit out of each other. Um, I really like the Suzuki and Makabe exchanges. You know, I just love two men yeah, literally beating the shit out of each other with forearms. It was just really enjoyable.
2: That seemed to be like a running theme through the whole <laughs> card.
0: <laughs> like well, sort of to uh,
2: fore, Forearms to the neck. <laughs> yeah. I anyway, so, arm. lads, I out of ten. I've gone six and a half.
0: Six and a half? We don't do halves on here, so. Uh,
2: I'll go six in relation to the other matches.
0: All right. Um, Rob?
1: Um, I'm going to go six, but I will say that I prefer this structure than the New Japan Rumble, because not only does it get people on the card... I think we have time to both. Yeah. um, I don't know. I just feel like this has a purpose, and I think if you're not going to have the six-man belts defended on the show, which, to be fair, I'm completely fine with, because where would you fit them on this show, then at least... You know, there's a purpose, there's a structure, there's a story to it, and I really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, um, I'll go. I'll agree with six, and so this isn't my hell to die on. It's just the opening match. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're gonna have a lot was, more disagreements as
2: the night goes on. It, it was a perfect sort of appetizer.
0: Yeah, um, you you say this woke you up, Rob. You know what woke me up? The fucking streaming issues. It kicked me out of the stream three times, three separate times, and I don't. And I was in the stream, and it just suddenly said, "Server does." Um, server not around. I'm like, what the fuck? I was in the server. Where did the server go?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there was there was a tweet that I think New Japan sent out not long after the stream had finished, and it said, "We know that we've had issues during this, and we managed to correct it halfway through. But if it affected anyone's viewing, then we're sorry." I was like, it's a bit late now. It's been finished for an hour.
0: But yeah, I know it's a bit ridiculous, and the same thing happened last year. I was one of like there's always those lucky people who don't experience it, and I was one of those lucky people last year.
1: Yeah. I but, like, didn't experience like, it. Like you've it. had a
0: whole year to prepare. You had a whole year to prepare. Yeah. And you and you know that you're a growing company is gonna have more people on your server every year for you basically a WrestleMania. So fix that shit, you know?
2: People people reportedly having trouble subscribing again as well.
0: Yeah. Um to be fair, I don't know why they would wait until five minutes before the fucking show starts to resubscribe yeah. to a site where they don't speak the language. True. Like it takes <laughs> me longer than that when I'm signing up to Netflix. But yeah, moving on onto the actual match, which I managed to get in just in time for Ospreay's entrance, which was epic. Um, Will Ospreay versus Kota Ibushi and Dream match? Yes, Dream match. Yeah. 100%. It had, it had me had, and just what? I this didn't I, the thing quite live up to like the ten out of ten me and Rob were projecting. But at the same time, we were probably told, "Hey, we have a long fucking card. Don't ruin it for us."
2: Hmm. Yeah.
0: So I think this is properly good. I am completely sold now on Osprey's uh, heavyweight, but i sure we'll get into that more in a second. Rob, I'll let you go first on this one.
1: Um, I love this match. I think if yes, you are going to get amazing. people hyped up for a show, A, you know, I've never really noticed Will Osprey's entrance music before, but fucking hell, what a way to open a show you know, his attire, everything about him. And the fact, you know, he's added more heavyweight moves to his repertoire, he's actually striking more as opposed to just doing the, in inverted commas, flippy shit, you know. And to be honest, one of the people you don't want to get engaged in a striking fight with is Kota Ibushi. But he held his own, he looked good. Um, There was a bit at the end, which obviously we'll talk about when we get there, but overall, really, really, really good match. There was just enough flippy shit for you to think, do you know what, this is still Mm -hmm. a Will Ospreay match, but it's got me very, very, very excited for, you know, what is inevitably going to be Will Ospreay in the G1.
0: That's the thing with Osprey; He needs to sort of keep the flippy stuff that got into the game, but, like, incorporate it. Like, do flippy shit that looks effective, not just flippy shit for the sake of flippy shit. But uh, um, basically did do what he did with Jimmy Havoc, and he's fine. Anyway, Gaff, what did you think?
2: I really enjoyed it. I mean, this was one of the ones I was looking forward to most. Um... Immediately, you could see as well that Osprey was packing more weight straight mm-hmm. away. I mean, he's definitely bulked up. Um, but to be honest, sort of, I don't know, five minutes in or something, I was like, this is a little bit underwhelming. It was a bit sort of, I don't know what's the word. Yeah, you, you were like, you felt a bit short change at the start. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, I've got written down my notes some nice flippy shit to start. And that's exactly <laughs> how it started. But then there was just things that really irk us, stuff like and that always has and always will, where you see someone standing from an absolute age outside, waiting for someone to jump on them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And in a match like this, you expect it to be a bit more sort of sort of hit, hit, hit. Not yeah,
0: there was a lot of downtime I was surprised by. But yeah.
2: like, I, I think
0: they we were trying to go for a more heavyweight style, where they build up to that stuff. And it yeah. built up to an Because, quite frankly, I'm a subscriber to a match that match quality didn't matter until the last um, to the last stretch, and the last stretch in this was just I def- amazing. Up.
2: I mean, honestly, till until he changes that thing, I fucking hate the cheeky Nando's the kick thing.
0: <laughs> he needs to honestly, change that
2: name. That it's it's from that point where it started getting good. Where he did that mm-hmm. um, sort of way, like sort of Ibushi sort of countered the stormbreaker into like the huragurana. Like that was amazing. That's when I sort of sat up and thought, "Wait, right, that's it now. It's they're off." From there, I mean, when Ibushi hit his nose on the post,
0: oh, that was brutal.
2: That was legit. Sort of looked like sort of smash his nose in. He, did, in blood.
0: he got a concussion. Um, I don't think it was from that, but I think it was from that fucking that strike.
2: Fucking strike from behind. That, I that know. Was awful. Um, like
0: um, that was a bomb a level audible yeah. gas from me. <laughs> Like if he called that the Bomb A4 or whatever I don't think anyone would complain
2: so, the but then you had the yeah they obviously try to recreate that flip sort of um, bit as well where he sort of flipped them from the rope
0: mm-hmm.
2: and Osprey we land on his feet and they tried that camera shot again I, I don't work. think it was quite good but I mean it was still a good spot they really sort of gave
0: it? that away and that's a build up thing yeah. if you're going to do it and they already did it so I don't know why he tried to replicate it
2: the crowd loved
0: it. The crowd was oh, but, on the wood. Oh, the crowd loved it. The loudest wrestling Kingdoms I've ever watched. Yeah. And and especially to start it, this was probably the hottest way you could possibly start this show. It
2: and was, it was definitely sort of it was one that sort of like sort of to the slow rise and then it just sort of petered out and you were just at the end of it you were a bit sort of knackered watching it. Yeah, in
0: a um, in a good way. Yeah, in a I think they will headline at some point again this year on one of the, say, a destruction show, or maybe, like, maybe at Tintaku or something. And I think that would be a better match. But I think this is a great first match considering these yeah. two have only ever wrestled in mm-hmm. tags before. So,
2: definitely, I don't, definitely I, see you can definitely see Osprey making the step up.
0: Yeah, he's definitely he's changed his style enough for it to
2: for me to be sold on it.
0: Um, so, what would you give this, lads? Nine out of ten.
2: I'll give it eight. Eight. Eight out
0: of ten.
1: Um, Rob? I'd give it eight, and eight. I'd give it eight because, well, a, it had one of my favourite um little sort of what's the word I'm looking for little passages uh, of the entire show where they were just reversing power bombs, and it was just brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then you got Osprey trapping Ibushi in that tree of woe and literally just stomping yes. on his face. Um which is good because obviously people have said is Osprey vicious enough or savage enough to to make the jump to heavyweight, and I think here he showed that he has. Also, <laughs> this year, 2018, has seen the most never open weight championship title changes with six. And almost all of them have included yeah. Goto. Six title changes in one year and it changed hands five times in 2016. It's also changed hands at the, each of the last four, five now, Wrestle Kingdoms.
0: Can you even name the other three runners this year?
1: Uh, yeah, I can, but... Okay, go for it. Okay, so we had Goto. Yes. Uh, we had Ibushi. We yeah. had Suzuki, who yes. went going into Wrestle Kingdom 12. Um, we had Jeff... Co- uh, sorry, not Jeff Cobb, we had Michael Elgin. Yeah. And there that's it, isn't it? Nope. Is there one more?
0: I'll hurt you, Rob. I'll fucking hurt you.
1: <laughs> I don't understand that. I think I've no. I've said. I've said everyone. <laughs> you... you, 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 Dick. <laughs> oh, Tai Chi had it, didn't he? Of course. Yeah, God.
0: This is sacrilegious. He had a fucking better rain than um, Elgin did. Come on.
1: Elgin had a nine-day reign. That was ridiculous. <laughs> there was no he need have for that.
0: To be fair, they they took it off him because of the US show and Elgin is t- a toxic draw in the US now. But just don't fucking put it on Elgin in the first place, man. Simple. I, agree with
1: you. I agree with you. He's not enough for drawing. But anyway,
0: we, we, we've ranted about this enough. So anyway, um, I'll disagree with you and say 8 out of 10, man. Just so we're not arguing quite yet. Um, on to um, the IWGP junior heavyweight type freeway match. With L.A.J. picking up the win over Rapungi 3K and Suzuki Gun, neither neither me or Rob had this, I don't think. Did you have this, Rob?
1: No, I had Rapungi no. 3K.
0: We both had Rapungi 3K, and to be fair, I'm happy with the result to be honest. It's probably the most interesting result they could have had.
2: Yeah, I agree. It was, um, it was a decent match.
0: It was obviously a toilet break match, like it's, cool how, down.
2: Especially, I mean, how do you follow what came before it as well.
0: Exactly. Anything put in this match was a death zone. And if any cat match on this card could be a death zone, it was this one. So.
1: Um, I mean, I agree with that. This went six minutes and 51 seconds, yes. which when you consider that the Osprey and Ibushi match was 18 minutes and 12, 18 minutes and 12 seconds. And this was, you know, 13. Sorry. <laughs> All right. 13.
0: <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: <laughs> I mean, there's <laughs> there's very little, despite the quality that you've got in the ring, because every single person in that ring, with the possible exception of Kanemaru, but that's simply because he's getting on in age, you know, can go yeah. in that match. If you're only giving them seven minutes or under seven minutes, there's only a, a handful of things that they can do. Um, we the got... thing is
0: with this match, each team has an obvious star.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely,
2: definitely. I
0: love um, the
2: uh, Tagagi
0: Um, if... Shingo. Yeah, I like him. He's great. Um, he actually um, figures in for that. He was responsible for a rise in um, attendance the tour after he joined LIJ. Brilliant. So, yeah,
2: absolutely. I just thought he's, he just had this sort of, you know, like a meanness to him.
0: He um, is amazing. I went back and watched some of his Dragon Gate stuff. It's fucking amazing. Uh, but the problem really is. Um, Oh, actually, not a problem. I don't know what I'm saying. Problem. What made me really excited is Shingo versus Yo, No, Yo, Show. Fuck. Uh, Shingo versus Show. Show. Just whoa. Fuck. There's oh, too no, many
2: bro- things. There's like, too bro- many O's. The, the brutal. The brutal. Yeah, the
0: brutal. like Shing. He has a clothesline from hell. Yeah.
1: He does, and they previewed it very, very, you know, very, very briefly. The showdown between Tagagi and sorry Tagaki, or Shingo. Let's just go in Shingo. Shingo and Show. But yeah. ultimately, Shingo absolutely squashed him because not yeah. only was it Show who ended up taking the pin, it was Show who was part of the double um, pumping bomber, and then it was him that took mm-hmm. another one and then took Last of the Dragon. So, you know, it was a it was a good match and it was good for what it was there for. Um, I felt really sorry for Suzuki Goon who, at the point of Wrestle Kingdom, were forty four days away. From becoming the longest reigning junior heavyweight tag team champions, and they've had such an In underrated reign. It was
0: we did have a it was a solid drain and we didn't exactly have the best um, competition, with the exception of Roppongi 3K. Because I think one of the other challenges they had was um, Jushin Liger and Tiger Mask.
1: Yes, it was, and
0: they don't work well together because we're not a fucking tag team. they <laughs> are just two legends who wear a mask. So.
1: Yeah, and. But, you know what? Irrelevant of the competition, I think they've done a decent job. I think their reign ended up at 304 days, mm-hmm. which is, you know, really, really impressive. Shingo it's the longest fucking... reign in the past five years. That's right, yeah. Um, Shingo was... The thing is, it was the brilliant. longest
0: reign in the last five years at Dominion when they had held it for three months. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, do we all agree? I'm well, now, let's months. say, how long um, do we think before Shingo becomes a heavyweight.
0: He's going to have at least one better Super Juniors. And, like, there's no room for him in the heavyweights right now. We need someone like Shingo in the Juniors.
2: He looks like a monster. He does.
0: He does. He look, I, I think I had dreams about him when I was a kid.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean... He, he looks like bloody uh, Nakamura, like, on Juice. He does.
1: <laughs> like a steroid-infused Nakamura. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think he, my, my favourite
1: bit was, there was a bit where everyone was in the ring... And Shingo was in the middle. And you know when you go onto a playground and you see that one kid who's, like, three years older than everyone else that's playing football with the little kids? That was what it looked like. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> what but, it looked like to me was when, like, Viscera was in the middle of the Royal Rumble.
1: Yes, it did. <laughs> humping Matt Hardy into oblivion.
0: Um <laughs> Unbelievably. Oh, that oh would, God. That would be amazing. Oh, it was that was horrible. Would be, I would pay for that. I would pay a subscription to New Japan World just for Shingo humping Matt Hardy. But
1: <laughs> can we just say as well, show deadlift German suplexing both Shingo and Kanemaru at the same time? Fucking fair oh, play.
0: Yeah, absolutely. show is a fucking beast. I cannot wait for Bess to see Juniors because he's just the best. He's the most underrated singles guy in the genius right now. He's an obvious star.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I'm thinking six out of ten for this match, like slightly above average, but
1: yeah, only had six good. minutes. Same. Yep, same. Rob? No, I agree. Uh,
0: Next up, we have Tomaso Ishii versus Zack Sabre Jr. And first of all, um, Chris Roberts was in this match. This was much more shocking the first time I revealed this to you guys. <laughs> but, uh, he was the number five most trending person in the UK um on twitter because people were just so excited to see him which to be fair is great because normally when i see him he's getting booed um
2: so is he like is he like a character ref is he like
0: a he was in progress he was their main ref and um i think he made a bad call in a havoc versus osprey match and people just booed him ever since um he's effectively known by the um progress match um faithful as cheeseboard wanker (laughs) Um, and every time they'd ask him what his favourite cheese was he'd change his answer to something less posh so he'd stop getting called cheese balls wanker and it didn't work Um, but also um, the Rev Pro Heavyweight Tile what do we think guys
1: I like it it's alright
0: I don't like it I know you don't I know you don't I know we went over this about 10 minutes ago um
1: (laughs) Why don't you like it, Chris?
0: <laughs> because it looks like a Ring of Honor title, but smaller and for a shit promotion.
1: Okay, right. You've st- got to stop hating on Rev Pro. You have it's got terrible. to stop hating on Rev Pro. They jobbed
0: out Walter to fucking Kojima.
1: Admittedly, that's not great.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't make them look great, no. And they pretended um, that Strong Out of Vogue was a New Japan show, and it was really just a Rev Pro show. They had to trick people to go see them. Um... So, yeah, not fair ma- enough. Not massive on them. Not massive on them. But anyway, this match was great. Uh, i I've just heard Garth's opinion. So Rob, what's your opinion on it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Garth. I'm going to say mine, and then you can repeat what you said the first time before my internet cut out. That's um, fine. <laughs> do you know what? I, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. You put Zack Sabre Jr. and Tomohiro Ishii into a ring, and it's not. It's never going to be bad, is it? Um no, You know, it never has. Exactly. I mean, it lasted just under 12 minutes, 11 minutes, 37 seconds. And they told such a great story in that time. You know, the fact that Ishii could not use his arm because Zach was fucking it up. It was just, it was brilliant. The entire story of the match was brilliant. The right person won because he was my prediction. Um, And just generally, it was a really, really good match. Stiff as fuck. Ishii looked like he was genuinely trying to kill Zach at one point. Um, Zach's PK, I thought he was going to kick Ishii's cage out of his back. Um, do you know what? Really good match. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I expected nothing less.
0: Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Gas.
2: Um, my favorite match of the night by okay. yeah, just just it's just my type of match. I love the sort of submission style, and um, especially when it goes up against sort of a powerhouse style because it's sort of compliments. Um, just like I said before, it, it reminds it for been watching for this long, I have sort of favorites and Zach Saber Jr. saw reminders of Dean Malenko. It's unbelievable. Um, especially like a young Dean Malenko, sort of early he WCW.
0: He doesn't really have the power game Malenko had because D yeah. Malenko and he's doing power bombs off the top rope I can't do that. It's
2: just the, the fluidity of his moves mm. and the you, fact that you, you, you genuinely believe that he has a move for every situation.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. What you didn't see here was his orienteering with napalm death where he just rips the guy's legs apart. It's amazing. but it's ridiculous. (laughs) Also, what you didn't quite it's a Monty Python reference apparently. (laughs) I haven't watched Monty Python. Um, But also, um, what you didn't really see in this match, surprisingly, was how fascinating Zack Saber Jr. is when he moves about. Like just how he goes into a lockup is fascinating to
2: watch. He's really sort of um, lost. Sort of low center of gravity, mm-hmm. um, exactly. It's it's like uh, when I was watching it as well, like that sort of thing that he was doing. It was like shit. It's like watching own heart, like that yeah, sort of stuff he, where he's going for the ankles and he's sort of trying to sort of feel for the legs and stuff. I just love course. all that stuff. And like Rob mentioned, you can you, you work the arm. So it told the story where Ishii's sho- um elbows, weren't really causing much damage. He couldn't. Use his power game, other than the fact that he chucked him off the top rope halfway across the ring. And Don Callis fed the story as well, which Don Callis had a really, really, really sort of influential part in some of the matches. So I've, just feed, just feeding the story more and more. Really, really good. Just I hate that you guys do
0: impact because I just miss Don Callis. I absolutely miss Don Callis. He is the best thing.
2: He's a treasure on
0: this whole show. Um, <laughs> um, just amazing. Um, for me, this map, How would you feel if I told you this wasn't even the best match feast you have had? Sorry. How would you feel if I told you this wasn't even the best match feast uh, so you have had?
2: say tell us the best match, and I'll go and watch it.
0: Yeah, it's the G one match we had earlier this year. I forget what day, but it was one of the headliners, and just Ishi tapped out. And that just that's like watching Take It Tap Out. It just doesn't happen. Come on, like an audible gasp. This match was absolutely amazing. I it's a contender for match of the night, absolutely. But this was just great stuff. Everything was creative. Every strike meant something. Just wouldn't change anything. I'd give it a nine out of ten. Definitely, yeah.
2: That's my my score nine. Go cool. um, Rob. Yeah, I'll go nine. Why not? Good to
0: <laughs> good, good stuff good stuff now onto the tag titles and i have a very quick um don Callis quote here everyday is close to the end when you're that age in in regard to uh who is it fuck who's the old guy in this i forget. no no i've i've messed up a don Callis quote shit <laughs> Anyway, the tag titles what do you guys tama tonga and tangaloa versus Lij versus the young bucks what do you guys think of Tamatonga's new gimmick,
1: love it. Absolutely <laughs>
0: love it. I think it's amazing. It's he's just... doing it outside of, um, outside as well because he's been do- being nice to the cultaholic guys yeah. who've been in Japan. Well,
2: he's been sort of really, sort of nice and yeah, offering to take take them out to Japan and stuff. isn't
0: he? <laughs> What I loved in this match is when um, he goes up to um, Sonada. Shakes his hand, and so now to pull him out the ring, and that counts as attack. Yeah, that was the that made me pop so hard. But this was amazingly fast paced, like, I didn't expect to be as fast paced as it was. I think Rob was right in right, his um predictions. The Young Bucks did make this much better. I'll
2: tell you what, loved, um, uh, shout out for Evil for his entrance, that was fucking epic. <laughs>
0: like I I thing is it was great with Tokyo then. Whenever he doesn't does stuff like that in Korokan, it just dies a death because it looks so out of place.
2: Uh like cosplay.
0: <laughs> yeah. But for Razzle King, everyone looks stupid in Razzle Kingdom. We'll talk about that with Jericho later. Um <laughs> But no, this match was exceeded all my expectations, if I'm completely honest. It was so fast paced, it never stopped moving apart from when my stream froze. Um <laughs> Yeah, um Rob what did you think?
1: Um, I enjoyed this match. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. Because, um, after all, we saw this in Tag League, Geo, versus Evil and Sonata, and it was not great. It was not great no. at all. Um, So, irrelevant of how completely nonsensical adding the Young Bucks actually turned out to be, do you know what? It worked. It was a lot better. It was a lot more fast-paced. There was a lot more story beats, and they did so much in quite a short amount of time. A couple of things that I enjoyed. A, the gorillas of destiny power rangers gear which was fucking <laughs> terrible um and just just the worst just the worst uh i
0: sure that was meant to be power rangers
1: uh, well it probably wasn't meant to be power rangers but it was beaten could in be cameron the... rider uh, okay well in which case jardo's is still worse jardo's was fucking <laughs> atrocious what he was supposed what to the... be i've got no idea
0: Oh, that's what the Don Callis quote was about. Every day is closer to the end when you're that age. Oh, I should really make my notes more detailed. You Um... really should.
1: You really should. (laughs) Um, There was a brilliant bit, just piggybacking on what we were saying about Tamatonga's new gimmick. There was a brilliant bit where Evil is um, locked to the sharpshooter by Matt Jackson. And Tangaloa goes to break up, you know, illegally goes to break (laughs) up the holes. Tamatonga stops him. That's but so then what they do is they say, no, we'll do it the right way. So they both go outside and start pushing the rope towards <laughs> evil so we can break the hold legally. How is that? That's brilliant. Absolutely so, brilliant.
0: How has the I'm such a nice guy gimmick not happened before now?
1: Oh, I've got no idea. I love it's it, though. Perfect. because
2: Because like, you're always waiting for that sort of sort of snidey, dark move. Mm-hmm. Like a little blow or something like that.
0: What would really put it over the top, if he started coming out with a fedora, that would really put the I'm-such-a-nice-guy thing over the top. He just starts going to stardom, and low-key starts hitting on all the wrestlers. It would be amazing. I'm just, I'm just describing like my ideal heel here, um, who I'd most want to see beat. up.
1: Very, very quickly, did you both notice how absolutely silent the Tokyo Dome were when the Young Bucks came out?
2: Yeah. Um, I did. Uh, I have not. I wrote that down, actually.
1: Bearing in mind, um, the Young Bucks, you know, yes, I admit it. Just before we start with this, because, you know, we're moving into wrestlers that contain the elite now. I am just going to say, I don't have a problem with all elite wrestling. I think it's going to be a great promotion. I think it's going to be great for wrestlers. But did they have to announce all this stuff about it, you know, before. three days before yeah. Wrestle Kingdom, a company yeah. that ultimately helped... Them create all in and all elite wrestling. Did they have Mm. to announce it then? Why didn't they just say, look, we've got double or nothing coming up? Join us on the eighth. Because for me at least, I knew for a fact that the books weren't winning, I knew that the books were Mm. in to take the pin, which they did, I knew Cody wasn't winning. Spoilers if you haven't seen or you know, seen Wrestle Kingdom, but if you haven't seen Wrestle Kingdom, why are you listening to our review? Imagine
0: that they were just listening along, just watching a match and going right for our review.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know to a lesser extent, you know, I did think Kenny Omega's not winning either. And that sort of thought made me think, well, why do that? Why, it's, yeah. It seemed quite disrespectful, really.
0: I don't think they care. Like, at the end of it, apparently there's going to be talks um, between All Elite Wrestling, Ring of Honor and New Japan in the coming days for a partnership. Um, but, Apparently egos will get in the way, and I think those egos will be beyond that, because you can sort of see it in their say, eyes, but they don't care about being there.
2: You can tell they're just they're sort of quite, I mean, to be fair, they've done, done it themselves, and they have done a lot sort of off their own back, but you can just tell they are very, very entitled now.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't had a great match since their LAJ match back in, what, June, July? It was at the, was at the show where Tucker broke his neck. And just, like, Kenny obviously still wants to be there. Kenny is still performing as well as they're allowing him to, really. Well, but,
2: I mean, we'll probably talk about it more, obviously, next but. Cody looked like a man who just didn't give a fuck. Like, okay, just cut,
0: there's a reason behind the Cody one, and we'll get into that. But, right. lads, scores for this match, I'd give it a seven.
2: I thought I'd really, really enjoy it. I'd give it
0: an eight. An eight? Yeah. Oh, well. I'll, 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 I'm a side of optimism and agree with you there. Um, Rob?
1: Um, I really enjoyed the ending sequence, where... The um... ending sequence. They went for uh, the five star Melter Driver, and Tamatonga countered Nick into a gun stun, which is basically oh, just an OKO, but it's just, do you know what? It looked fucking mint. And then Sonada and Evil hit the Magic Killer, which was also excellent. And then, you know, just Evil and Sonada looked fucking dominant in this. They looked yeah, like- brilliant. Sonada, at one point, did four consecutive springboard plungers over so the top onto every other member of the match.
2: Absolutely cleaned house at one point as well.
1: He look hes just a fucking badass. You can't tell but, me he's not going to win the New Japan Cup.
0: Rob, um, going into this, we both picked Baguia to destiny, but who did we say we wanted to win?
1: Evil and Sonata. So I am absolutely exactly. fine dropping. I the am absolutely
0: here. fine dropping the point. Um, um, I've dropped enough already. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting eight Ooh. out of ten as well. I'm getting eight out of ten as well.
0: Okay. Anyway, so Cody versus Jeff Robinson. Now <sighs> you said that he didn't look like he. Right, calm down. Cody did need surgery directly after this match, which is why he wasn't at full capacity. Like, he's been off for months um, nursing it. He took an Australia tour off to, that he was booked on to nurse it. He's been doing stupid things, like he defended the IWGP US title in a thumb war against Joey Ryan. But, um... I wonder if that's official. Uh, I
2: didn't know that. I mean, I... We mentioned that in commentary. You just see him coming down to the ring and he just looked... You know that, that that Randy Orton, I'm going to lose. Look,
0: yeah, he had that. <laughs> to, to be fair, and I've I've compared Cody to Randy Orton before. Cause the amount of wrestles he's had in this match. But you know what? I think he did well in this match. Like the old school heel heat of having um, Brandy come in and go over him. I I, I lived for that kind of shit. I, I, like you don't see him much in New Japan. I thought this was a nice little change of pace. Like, fair, a nice little he, traditional thing.
2: Cody looked like he looked like a James Bond villain. He looked class. Like I like that look he has.
0: Ah, juice! Just... I've been expecting. Imagine if we were waiting for James Bond and Juice Robinson turns up.
2: <laughs> oh, there's dreadlocks. Yeah. But, um... Ah, just, uh... I, w- I mustn't have picked up on that injury thing because I've got down in my notes that Cody seemed to lie down on that match. He didn't really seem to offer much. I'm guessing that explains the injury.
0: Yeah, he's been dealing with it for a while. He needs surgery, so... I'm not, not going to hold it against him. This is the best he possibly could have done, um... Mm-hmm. Rob? Right.
2: <laughs>
1: fair enough. Fair enough if he's injured. And you know what? I've said before on this podcast, I love Cody Rhodes. I absolutely love him. As a man, fantastic. Even as a wrestler, he's. I don't think he's up to the standard of New Japan. I don't think his style works in New Thing Japan. Is, i never He, I've never he was had changing that.
0: it. Yeah, fair he was enough. He sh- was, be- was being more like old-school NWA, which, to be fair, worked in his last match with Juice.
1: But I've just never felt Cody in New Japan. And then to come out, and yeah, fair enough, but to come out wearing the colours of the Jacksonville Jaguars to remind everyone that this Tokyo Dome show was already in the shadow of All Elite Wrestling, to come out wearing that is just, it's self-indulgent. There was no need for for him to do it. If they hadn't already announced All Elite Wrestling, it would have been a nice little point where everyone goes, "Oh, what does that mean?" It could just be coincidence. But this, this was just self-indulgent. It completely took away from the match. To be perfectly honest, I don't think it's fair on Juice Robinson because Juice Robinson was an afterthought in this match. Brandy, fucking Brandy Rhodes, was more of an integral part of this match than Juice Robinson.
0: And in complete fair. So- in complete on. fairness, um, Cody was very giving to Juice. He sold two pulp frictions. He didn't even kick out of one. So,
1: I just, I don't, I don't like this match I thought it was it was dull it seemed clunky and that's not just on Cody either I thought Juice was clunky as well Juice has
0: always been a bit clunky like just even his power bomb just doesn't look natural for him to be doing
1: I just and to be honest if he if Cody is injured which you know and fair play to him for powering through this is not a hate thing on Cody it's not at all because I do love the man if he's injured and, you know, it's already said about how, you know, he was supposed to take on Beretta, I believe, in Canada, and then he had to pull out because of the knee injury, which is fair enough. But if he can't wrestle and he can't defend that championship, this is Cody's first defence, and he has held it since Fighting Spirit Unleashed in September. That's not okay. It's pretty bad. That's awful. I mean, beside the fact that Juice is the first two-time IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion now, and since Kenny held that title, which he lost at New Beginning last year, we haven't had a single successful title defence. For a start, talk about burying a championship.
0: No, White had, White had successful defences against Finlay uh, and Hangman. Did he? Yeah, he had Hangman at Salvo, and then Finlay at the road. See, as this Walker. is the
1: commentary team that said that. The commentary team said that.
0: Oh, Kevin Kelly made a mistake. What a fucking
1: shock! <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I genuinely just think that this match was so throwaway. And if if Cody is not up to 100 percent for the fucking Tokyo Dome show, then he shouldn't have the title. Yeah. Um...
0: Have to get it
2: and...
1: no. Well, I'm sorry, but off. in New Japan, in loads, there's been loads of instances of people having to, you know, vacate titles. Because of injuries that are not as severe as the one as Cody is working through. If you can't work at full capacity. If this was Sakura... Not even... Not Sakura Genesis, because that's a big show. If this was Wrestling Dantaku. If this was Destruction. You know, and even if this was Power Struggle. Fair enough. Work half pace. If you are fucked, don't wrestle Wrestle Kingdom. And yet, yeah, I'm fully aware that this is his last Tokyo Dome show. Fine. Okay, I understand that you'd want that. But I'm sorry, no. Not if it's for a title, not if it's for a show, not if it's at the detriment to the enjoyment of things, of people who are watching this match. And I'm going to completely disagree with you, Chris. I Scott. hated the Brandy involvement. Absolutely fucking hated it. It. It, was,
0: it was a change of pace. It got he or he. It did its job. I don't think it was the worst thing. It's, like, it's not like they're doing this every match. They did it to as a big thing of the Tokyo Dome Brandy involvement is rarely over the top so I think having it being over the top for a change to try and help Cody win out the biggest show of the year made sense I, do, I just don't I don't hate it as much as you did I agree this is definitely the worst match in the card
1: Can I just say as well you say about the Brandy involvement she did the exact same thing at Final Battle
0: I don't watch Ring of Honor Rob I like good wrestling Well no, but if
1: you're gonna if you're gonna do it in a promotion that has also got a working partnership with the promotion you're wrestling in,
2: don't do it again.
1: Russia
2: should let her take the bump. Just I'm oh, sorry, well, I just it's, don't actually, agree. it's
0: actually quite funny. Uh, um uh, the men of, one of the ring of, on the show that went to was um hangman and cody versus the briskos. And um Br- um Brandy tried to get involved. Jay Briscoe get turned around, and someone just shouted, "Yes, get her out!" It was fucking hilarious. Wow. But um, oh, the Scottish crowd did not like Brandy Rhodes. But I I thought this was fine. I I give it a five. Yeah, five.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Rob, fine. <laughs> like it wasn't an objectively horrible match. So, Compared anyway, to
1: the rest of them, yes, it was.
0: Yeah, compared to the rest of them, but it's sort of like if you threw probably the best match from WrestleMania this year, actually, no, that's not fair. If you threw like the Fatal Four away from WrestleMania, that was also bad. I'm not coming up with good analogies. Anyway, Mm -hmm. moving on to Gushida versus Ishimori. Before we get on to this, um, what did you guys think of the commentary team for um, this show?
2: Loved it. Don Callis, the hero.
0: Don Callis is a hero. Um, I love the translator they have. I think he's called
2: Chris. The English guy that had on was pretty terrible. Um, I don't think no. That's think he was
0: he he was a good analyst. He was a good. He was he, he, he was good with his history. Like he did his job well. Kevin Kelly, yeah. on the other hand, ruined the end of some matches for me, and I'll get into that later on. But he, he, he I, I get he needs a gimmick, but like he needs to start past these gimmicks, like shouting finisher moves for the duration yeah. of a free count. No. Like and he hasn't always done this. It's something he started doing this year. Just stop, Kevin.
2: I just love it how um if you if you watch some of it, you can see um Don Callis in the background, so he's standing up sometimes because he's yeah. so into it. <laughs> what
0: what I love is like how big Don Callis and Kevin Kelly are next to a tiny fucking English guy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on to the next match, um, which I think me and Rob already know we have disagreements on. It's Kashida versus Ishimori. And I fucking loved this match. I thought it was fast, a fast-paced junior match, like rivaling the best of block action. I should stress block action in the Super Juniors this year. I just thought it was nice, fast-paced, great back and forth. Gareth, what did you think?
2: I agree. I enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. I've always liked Ishimori when he was when he did the sort of short stint with Impact.
0: Um, he was the Activision champion for a while, wasn't he?
2: He was, eh? I mean. I mean, what what he always brought was like absolute intensity and and everything he did was so crisp.
0: Yeah, he never botches. I've never seen the man botch.
2: He just looks so like on the button all the time. Like sort of everything he does is.
0: I've seen the man work in a match, a six man with Torriano and he didn't botch. So. (laughs)
2: Like he's
0: just so great. He's so precise. He had the best 450 in the business.
2: And uh, that that entrance with the uh, Kushida, that kid with a mask. Oh, no,
0: I, I, I forgot about that. It, it's, it, it, otherwise, it would haunt my fucking nightmares. That uh. was
2: fucking ter- I was watching it and I was like, hang on a minute, what the fuck is that? See, and it's, it's,
0: it's Rambler's point. I was like, okay, I'm fully woken up. Oh, no, there was a tiny child. What is going on?
2: It looked so real, it looked so good, but so bad. It's an the uncanny du- valley thing, definitely. Yeah, and then Doc Brown comes in, you're like, oh, right, I get it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, fucking Tiguchi does fish shit every year with Kushida, and it? it's amazing.
2: But no, I, I just really enjoyed it. There was a there was um a really good sort of sort of period where they were countering everything and mm-hmm. um Ishimori was putting them in the substitutions and then they'll back back and forth. Um and I, I just love that uh that sliming <clears throat> sliding German that Ishimori does through the rope.
0: People have started stealing that, and none of them can do it as well as he does.
2: I've, I saw somebody on one of the impact shows do it. I'm sure I did, Johnny. Um, is this? Yep.
0: That's right. I um, aye. at the discovery show, I went to Sammy Jane, who's their women's champion. and started doing it, and it's just it doesn't look as good. And she did it on Chris Wolfe, who's capable. So
2: it's a, I mean, it's a really good spot, but yeah, it yeah. was really good. But no one, overall, no
0: one else should be doing it.
2: Overall, we just really enjoyed it. Re- really enjoyable match, Rob, You said you felt a bit
0: underwhelmed by this in the chat as it was happening yeah and that's that's
1: a key thing, I did not enjoy it I felt underwhelmed I
0: felt what, that were you expecting Taka um, Ishimori
1: even if I had been expecting Taka Ishimori Kushida is the ace of the junior division and is more mm. than capable of wrestling I, I did not enjoy this match, I did enjoy it, I just felt mm. that just as they were hitting their stride it was cut short you know the stuff of the submissions at the start was excellent. You know the fact that Kushida went to the Back to the Future too soon and is immediately trapped in the yes lock. I am going to call it the yes lock, not the LaBelle lock, but even so,
2: um,
1: you know the bit with I just I felt like just as we were getting to you know the sliding German and things really began to pick up, it was the end of the match. It I felt was... rushed, and I felt that... I've just smacked my microphone. I felt shortchanged a little bit.
0: That's the thing. I think if um, you look at this card, and I think. You think Cody's injured. You, I think there was more to be said in the Cody match for having Juice just destroy him. They would make made Juice look strong after the horrible G one he had. So like to have that last have it last like two seconds, have Ishimori give Ishimori and Kishida be those extra five minutes, give some of give an extra three minutes to the tag match and the overall show would have been better, I think. But yeah, but, but I can see what you mean there. Like it only got eleven minutes, which is only slightly longer than the tag matches. But I still enjoyed it. I still think for what we had, it was great. I'd still give it an eight out of ten. Like it's just
1: okay. Yeah, well, i got it. Here, yeah. What what I mean to say is last year Wrestle Kingdom twelve, and I'm, we shouldn't compare Wrestle Kingdoms really because they're different mm-hmm. landscapes. But Wrestle mm-hmm. Kingdom twelve, the shortest match was. Fourteen minutes, and I believe that was mm-hmm. a Cody versus Kota Ibushi. Fourteen mm-hmm. minutes.
0: There was less matches, though.
1: Yeah, but there was singles matches here, and that should take precedence. Mm-hmm. And when you have only got
0: Absolutely. four
1: matches that have gone over that this time, and one of those was the opener, that's. I just I felt I can understand the junior tag being rushed. I can understand, Mm -hmm. you know, if they were going to rush the heavyweight tag team match, but I thought that was—I thought that was well paced. I thought that was brilliant. But Mm. why give Cody nine minutes if he's injured? If he can't work, he can't work. He's not going to be able to work for that. This went just over eleven minutes. This needed more. This was a match that needed fifteen minutes. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, but I just—I felt so because the structure of the match was great. You know, it wasn't straight into your high flying. Stuff that you know, every you know, yeah. Jim Cornette you know would what, spaff himself over because he hates you know, it so
0: much. You know, what I slightly minded me off. Is, remember when CM Punk and John Morrison had a feud in like 2007? Briefly, yeah, yeah, and um, they went on for like three pay per views. They got five minutes in each pay per view, and then they had the blow off on ECW TV, and it was great because they got 15 minutes. It kind of reminds me like that. These two will probably meet again because, you know, Osprey's gone out of the Junior's division and Takas still doesn't have a neck. So
1: Well, I've got I've got a differing view of that when it comes to New Year Dash. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll talk about that. Time. It was a good match. You and did you mm. and Garth both say eight? Eight, yeah. I'm gonna give you I... seven. Just because I felt that there was so much to do here, Taiji Shimori is fucking outstanding. And I don't, he is. I feel like after the best of the super juniors, where he put on my, one of my matches of the year with Taka, he was then, he was sort of lost in the bullet club bullshit. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, this could have been this huge coming out party for him, you know, you know, as though the best of the super juniors wasn't that already, but mm-hmm. you know, I felt that this, it just, it needed more time. And I feel like, again, we were a
2: little bit shortchanged with this. Well it's like um, I listen the I listened to a preview of Wrestle Kingdom It was on Chris Jericho's podcast.
0: Hang on, didn't listen to our preview. Uh <laughs> What
2: the of fuck? It. I listened to a bit <laughs> of it. Um But no I, mean, I but they they brought up I, the, I can't remember who the guy was he had with him, but he was like a he's like a Japanese sort of um reporter and he said New Japan have too many people now on the roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, up, I was,
0: yeah. That was going to be my point when we get to near Year's actually.
2: Yeah, and they're, they're trying to fit them all on. And it's so, like they even mentioned, and they said a few of the matches will probably be either cut short or they'll suffer for it. And I think this is maybe one of them.
0: Yeah, um, it is a shame. To be fair, if we look at the past years, it's probably the third best one in the past five years, so. Yeah. It's it's still a really good one because it beats out what it beat definitely beats out a Mega versus Teguchi and I think it does beat out a Mega versus Kushida. So
1: yeah, no, I it's a good match, but it could have been so much more, and that's yeah, my I, issue.
0: The thing is, I think if this ten minute match was in Super Genius, I think you'd be splooging over it.
1: Oh yeah, but without a doubt. But this is Wrestle Kingdom. It's not best of the Super Juniors.
0: I guess, but I don't think I I'd. I'd, I still, I'd still give it in there. It is isn't it anyway, because me and Gaff both agree. but
1: Fair <laughs> enough. I've, I don't take an issue with that. Can I just say as well that at this point we were six for six in title changes and I was like, what the fuck is going
0: on? I know. It was like reboot Dressel Kingdom.
1: Did I not do this last year? Not no. to the same extent. No, because... Um, um, sorry, Okada retained and Omega retained. Yeah. Oh. But did this... And I might, I, I might say this I might save this till... No, fuck it, let's ask now. Did this feel like a transitional Wrestle Kingdom for anyone else?
0: Mm, Definitely. Yeah, was, yeah, cause cause transitional. It's, it's meant to be the last one of this era because New Japan had different eras. Which yeah, they to self define instead of wait for it to just. It's weird, but um.
2: Didn't they mention something about a new emperor or something like that? Yeah, that's yeah. that's the thing. It's going
0: into a new era, which includes um their first forward, proper foray into the Wrestle Kingdom. Fuck you, Rev Pro, <laughs> and um a two day Wrestle Kingdom next year, which, to be fair, I think will fix a lot of these problems. Yeah,
2: true, true. Which is what people, which which is what people have been seeing WrestleMania needs to do for the last I five don't... years.
0: I don't want a two day WrestleMania. I Why? I barely want the 5 hours we get already. And <laughs> 5 If they did, like, did like I don't
2: know like 3 and 3.
1: Do you know what? Not too bad. Do you know what? Genuinely. Um do you want we said there was no news. There was actually three massive announcements that we had We didn't say there was no, no
0: we, we we said that... There's no news. I said we were skipping the news because we have a lot to talk about, but fuck it, I guess we're doing it now. Um <laughs> we have a show in what was it, the copper place in London?
1: The Copper um, Box in London yeah, on August thirty
0: yes. first. Which should be hype. I might go, but it's a very long fucking trip. Um it's worth going to London for though. I'm I mean, like you're closer to London than I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm still uh, two hours away to be fair. Yeah, I'm about i t- I'm about fucking eight hours away, Rob. Just quickly,
1: though, it's on August the 31st. When is the G1 due to finish? Isn't it? it, It's early August, isn't it?
0: It's early August, yeah.
1: Yeah, because they also announced a show in Dallas, Texas. To
0: start off the G1.
1: And that's early July, isn't it?
0: I think that's very interesting. The fact Mm -hmm. that we're starting the G1 in um, America. I think it would be great to see because, like, matches of that caliber with an American crowd. If the American crowd isn't. If the American crowd isn't cunty, it will be great. Unfortunately, it's an American crowd, so it will probably be cunty. Um, what will be hilarious
1: guess. is what will be hilarious is if they open the G one with the same matches or the same caliber of matches they opened this year's G one with. with a Yoshi Hashi. <laughs> it's a headline.
0: <laughs> that was literally the first match of a G one, and I'm like, well, that sums up fucking a block. Um, I, I hope, I hope they have, I hope they make the blocks less fractured this year because it was just like B-Block. and It was weird when I was reviewing them because I was doing like A-B-A-B. So I'd start off like in the doldrums like, oh, for fuck's sake, I can't be bothered. And then I'd end it on like, oh my god, I want to see more, but I can't because it's the B-Block. And Then there would just be a cycle like, I can't be bothered with the A-Block who's fighting fucking Yoshihashi versus Michael Ogan, which actually turned out to be one of the better Yoshihashi matches ever. Uh, But anyway, that there's avenues, the I think. Yes. Anyway, moving on to J White with Ghetto versus Okada. This was like the biggest blood. F- well, not really looking at the next match, but it was one of the biggest blood feuds on this card. I thought this was Jay White's best match by far. Um, Gaff, I'm gonna ask you something. So, after, you you saw J White at Wrestle Kingdom last year. Yeah, yeah. Did well, you do it, let's New Did you do um, New Year's Dash with Rob last no,
1: year? No, well, I did it on my own.
2: No,
0: okay, so you haven't seen Jay White for a calendar year, basically. Not
2: really. I mean, I've seen sort of snippets and bits and bobs. Has, and...
0: has he turned up in Ring of Honor? Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, okay. No, I not see... since he's been no. Switchblade. No, he oh, didn't. okay then. So, like,
0: the change in Jay White, what do you see?
2: Uh, like, unbelievable. <laughs> because I remember, I remember... He wears so, white. I remember reviewing last year, thinking this is him. his debut and this is too much too soon
0: mm-hmm.
2: by far because he just didn't he looked like a Robin in headlights mm-hmm. um, but this was like character work amazing like phenomenal he has
0: been doing amazing stuff like when he was feuding with Tanahashi um, he started wearing on colors just to annoy T- Tana. It, it was amazing just
2: um, uh, every, uh, he's really sort of believable as the character mm-hmm. you know what I mean
0: like he's an enti- he's an entitled emo kid essentially, yeah,
2: yeah, but he's an oh, entitled
0: yeah. and ghetto his for weird dad who just keeps his hat bandana down. It's so but-
2: so sim, and I love how um like Don Carlos like really had an for ghetto as well. Mm. <laughs> All the weird, way way it's like
0: yes, get ghetto. It's <laughs> the one time he ever roots for Okada. but yeah yeah i enjoyed okada clearing house at the beginning so jay white can get shit at the end i loved the fact that the ending sort of came out of nowhere and sort of the back and forth um, trading finishes and just Obviously, out of nowhere the switchblade the blade runner for the win i thought that was great
2: let's not forget okada's pants
0: oh right yeah
2: big big pop of the night oh i actually i was so happy <laughs> It's fucking ridiculous. I've never heard a crowd pop for pants.
0: No, but seriously, <laughs> but he does not suit trousers. <laughs> like, in Rob actually said on the last podcast, what he needs to do is go back to the rainmaker gimmick and stop wearing the trousers. And he did both on this show. He just so, went like, all in Oh, card is back,
2: baby. I loved it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, there wasn't. I didn't really. It's weird. I must have. I don't know if it was because I was corp in the match, or if there wasn't that big a spot, but. I didn't really take that many notes for this one. I've no, just got, like, I, did. I didn't. I just got really like great reversals, stuff like that. Uh, especially with the the dodges that he did into the Rainmaker. Mm-hmm. That, that was a really good sort of bit at the end.
0: My notes: for the basis of this match is great ending, big match feel. Nine out of 10
2: mm-hmm. uh, it, was, got it was just big big pop for Okada Pants. <laughs> um, and again, like I just said before, like great character work by. Jay White, like especially when he was sort of the slaps that he was doing, mm-hmm. um, just so sort of like you could see a card getting really, really angry. Yeah, just so good, like really, like see the story the story work, and this was exceptional, really good, mm-hmm.
0: absolutely amazing. Rob, what did you think?
2: One of my favorite
1: matches of the night. Um, absolutely amazing. Stuff. Probably short of the main event. Probably my match of the night. I think the the year that Jay White has had is just unbelievable. Um mm. you know the you say there was no high spots I completely agree with you Garth but I don't think that detracted from the match at all I think if anything but this I match didn't need high spots. And a
0: match never had high spots unless um, it's with Omega. It's
1: not a bad thing and I don't think Garth I don't think you were saying it as a bad thing but like I think the one thing was that leaping crossbody over the barricade which I know he's done before yeah. but even so it still looks fucking brilliant. It and it starts being impressive. Can I just say that there is absolutely, n- they need to get that belt on Okada, because the man is fucking money. I don't care if he's had it for two years. Next year, and the two-day Tokyo Dome show, which is going to be, I can't wait for that. It's going to be amazing. Um, in that show, we are going to have Okada having won the G1, taking on Naito, who's got that belt at Dominion. And it is going well, who, to absolutely I mean, blow the fucking roof off the place. If you think
2: about it next year, who are they gonna have as their big sort of poster boy because Omega's gonna be gone. We don't know this yet, this is our speculation. Yeah, well, we'll get
0: chances. into we'll get into well how about we get into worrying about next year's after um we finish reviewing yeah. the show um but i thought this match was incredible i thought it this was definitely jay white's best match and that includes some of the great stuff he did in the g1 but amazing match with tanner at strong style evolved just jay white is money well, um if you the, want sold on him you're sold on him now like he's beaten all three pillars clean twice
2: he's literally been sort of set up for bigger things because mm-hmm. the way the
0: oh he does you wait com- till new year's dash
2: Commentary we're putting them over, mm-hmm. Honestly, like he was the next we well, the next big thing that mm-hmm. kept going over who we'd beaten, sort of. Right. Worked it all worked. That's what I mean. Like everything worked together. Mm-hmm. The story. Brilliant.
0: I think Wendy and Japan are behind someone, they are very good at coordinating everything around it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So um I'd give it a nine out of ten. I'd... yeah, nine.
2: Nine?
0: Rob?
1: One hundred percent you nine.
0: Great stuff. Um, now, ladies and gentlemen, on to the sp- spiky daddy versus Tatsuya Naito. Now, lads, Chris Jericho, is he in the cure? No, because he, he's not as t- he's not good enough to be in the because have you heard Fozzy, you're a shite. But...
2: I've, I've got me notes here. Um, did Jericho win tickets to, for Blackfield Brides? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like I like how I'm in the inside the ropes community. Like both me and Gaff um, commented a different thing, and on his spike spikes, I know it very much sums up her personalities. Because Gaff made some quip, and then I was just like, "Ooh, spiky daddy."
2: Yeah.
0: Um, it was. <laughs>
2: but, <laughs> but but the thing is, it looks absolutely ridiculous in the photo. But then at the talk your dome, it just it worked. Yeah.
0: The only thing I don't like is that fucking face paint,
2: like. It's his Alice Cooper, isn't it? It's as his... yeah, yeah. But but what is good about that whole thing is the fact that Naito used it in some of his promos, like with the blue.
0: Uh-huh. Like the I thought That was great.
2: Naito was just like um, on the Jericho sort of thing. He said, "If if Naito had a translator, or if he said if there was a way that everything he said was translated to English, said he mm-hmm. would be the top top promo." In any mm-hmm. promo, because he said he's like, so good.
0: Whenever you see it, whenever I see it subtitled, even I'm getting in getting into it. But um can I say something very quickly that might make both of you hate me? Oh. This is the first time when I've been watching wrestling where Chris Jericho has had long hair. Huh? Yeah, he, he could cause he came back with short hair in two thousand seven after I started watching.
1: He had long hair last year.
0: Oh, right. I forgot about that. But like this run has been the first time I've seen okay. Jericho of yeah. long hair while I've been watching wrestling.
2: It's weird when I've seen him with the short hair because I just remember him with the proper long hair, like the long hair. Jericho's you
1: ability see... to reinvent himself is mind-boggling. When oh, you look at absolute... the gimmicks that he has gone through and, like, you know... Even
0: with this current crazy guy gimmick, he's kept his hair ass sort of unbrushed and unkept yeah. just to Feed into the looking crazy thing, yeah. Yeah. and he's not had a less than eight out of ten performance since he's been in New Japan. Well, like, cause if we the... quickly recap, he had Jericho last year, who was which was amazing, did then Naito, which was yeah. the, 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 who, who did I say?
1: You said Jericho. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Oh dear, and then um, Evil, which was a surprisingly good match. Very so... good match.
1: I actually preferred the Evil yeah. match at Power Struggle to the Night one at Dominion. I just felt like
0: same here because the Naito and the Dominion is basically just a garbage bro.
1: Yeah, I just felt like Evil and Jericho's styles. With Jericho, you know, we talk about him reinventing his character, reinventing his style as well. I feel like this was more uh, sorry him and Evil in Jericho's current incarnation. Their styles mesh a lot better than him and Naito.
0: However, that being said, this match exactly wow,
1: this match was excellent. Really,
2: this is my really, second, this is my second to th-
0: match. To- to set the stage. was mine too, actually. But to set the stage for this match, there was a um, pile driver within the first like minute.
2: Yeah.
0: On and the rump. <laughs> yeah. But then that fucking DDT. Oh, God. oh, oh my God. Like, um, Although the amount of times Kevin Kelly said Naito's shaped hole, it's like, fuck off. Yeah. Um, or oh, Naito's head shaped hole. I'm surprised Don Carlos didn't make a joke. Um, the fucking... cause he's normally all over that shit.
2: Those stick shots by Jericho, holy shit!
0: You see the welts from Jericho afterwards. Yeah, fucking disgusting. He he's a he, he's a tortured daddy. But um,
2: <laughs> I loved um where Jericho got the the camera and he gave him a middle finger. Carlos was like, he's just giving him the Winnipeg salute. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Nigel selling in this match was great, which made well, his comeback even better.
2: I've got written down here like. I've just written down huge props to Naito for for taking the bumps he took. He didn't have to. He's not
0: young either. Because he had a whole career before this LIJ, thing, and It's incredible what he's been able to achieve um, in what was basically the second half of his career. And He's the most over guy in New Japan. Um, He won, by the way, and he deserved the win. He takes the Codebreaker beautifully. Oh, he and just crumbles just, on it, doesn't he? Yeah, sort of like om, Only him and Omega crumb, crumble, and it's yeah. beautiful. But I um, also think,
1: on the flip side of that, Naito also delivers the Codebreaker fantastically. Oh yeah! <laughs> uh, oh yeah! The one knee Codebreaker looked fucking mm-hmm. brilliant.
2: I've just got I've got written down in my notes here near four, near 2.9, 2.9. because <laughs> mm-hmm. the kickouts were amazing.
1: They were. They were. Like,
0: if this, and, was, if this was Fire Pro, just for, just 2.9 all the way through, yeah. but I, it's the closest
2: air on the show, I think. It's, there's an um, a amazing spot where, but uh, not even a spot where Joker rang the bell and the crowd went absolutely off it.
1: Yeah, he, said, he attempted to walk off, then he's saying that he'd won. Yeah.
0: I've got, I've, just, gone. I've won. I, I love I loved um, Don Carlos just going, he rang the bell, he rang the bell on yeah. Kevin Kelly. And what we're, we're about Kevin Kelly, he can't get angry. Like, like if if that was Jared beside him, he's like, no, you son of a bitch. He's <laughs> fucking, Jericho, that son of a bitch trying to end early. And Je- But Kelly's is like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Come Don't back. do this.
2: <laughs> but the crowd were absolutely incensed at that. It was class. Oh, yeah. The um... thing is, like, Jericho, more than anybody knows how to get heat. He knows how to work a crowd.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. And like when you're getting booze out of a new Japan crowd, that's a big thing Kids they I mean, normally quite.
2: He's 47, I think, now, is he? Yeah, so mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's a little bit out of shape, but he can still go. I mean, he's, he did he, the uh, the lion's salt halfway across the ring. He did. To be
0: honest, he has the perfect body for his gimmick. So, like, yeah. I could work out, but I don't fucking need Wait, to. And Chris Jericho. like
2: I've got written down as like, yeah, every time I've got a uh, Jericho, keep, always looks like he's half cut. Like he's been on a big bender or something the, the night before, and he's like, he I've
0: heard half stories well, he's had with um, D- Gallows and Anderson.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> like every time him and Austin are on the same podcast, we talk about Gallows and Anderson going, Oh, so nice to have someone in the WWE who will drink.
2: Talking shop. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> but just uh, not to jump in on but this is an yeah, amazing match.
0: Absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. The ending of this match. Was great with the exception of because Don Carlos did it great where he was shouting no because of course Jericho's is his good friend. Yeah. But then you had Kevin Kelly doing his fucking destino oh, yeah. like, I did, like and three just times. just to highlight and the whole destino. Oh no, looks like it was another funny. Kevin, stop trying to get yourself over, and like <laughs> like to illustrate how annoying the destino thing is. He's doing it for the duration of the destino. Like the two seconds between him selling, landing the Destino, and going for the pin, and then the three seconds he's pinning, where he's just going, ah, oh! <laughs> it's like he's falling down a fucking mountain. And like again, <laughs> Callis <laughs> was doing it perfectly, where he was like, no, no, and like you count the three, Kevin, you fucking, it's the <laughs> basics of play by play. We do this better when we're fucking doing, um, um pro shit, and he's just uh, got, trying to get himself over. You're a play-by-play guy, Kevin. And unfortunately, it's for my favorite promotion. I fucking hate Kevin Kelly. I'm sorry, Gav. this happens at least once a podcast. It's okay, um, go for it. <laughs> I fucking hate him. Like, no joke. I'm Chris, the um, translator. He would be yeah. a better play-by-play guy than fucking yeah. Kevin Kelly. It's he does. He isn't overbearing. Yeah. He has a. He's a bit of a fucking annoying voice, but he's not overbearing.
2: You get. Um, yeah, I was getting it at some point, especially in the next match as well.
0: Oh, the next match. Oh, good fucking but anyway, lord!
2: Actually, you know the play, worst yeah. bit of the
0: Kevin Kelly commentary It was during the fucking G one Farley versus Evil. So I was already annoyed because it was a Farley match and I knew where it was going. <laughs> and but like Farley throws a barrier onto Evil and walks back. And then Evil was selling the shoulder because, you know, he had a barrier thrown on it. It's like, I wonder what happened to Evil's shoulder. It's like, he got a fucking barrier thrown on it, Kevin.
1: <laughs> Before Chris explodes, um, <laughs> I think he just needs to take all the time out for a minute. Uh, I mean, overall, you know, yeah, the Destino Ooh. over the top of the three count and the Destino itself was a little bit tiresome. But overall, I think, I think he does a great job. I really do. Um, he's a consistent play-by-play and I think him and Don Callis together are fantastic what I loved about the end of this match because we do need to move on to the main event because I'm just gagging to talk about it um, I love the story beat here of Naito having to use the belt that he hates so much Mm
0: -hmm.
1: to beat Jericho and I love the fact as well that after he'd hit Jericho with the belt after that beautiful bit of camera work where Naito's just staring longingly at the belt hits Jericho with it, then absolutely launches it into the stratosphere <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> out of the ring. He's so, over his shoulder. <laughs>
0: like, the only thing Naito wants from that belt is the extra money. He does not care about that belt. He sees that belt from May as the catalyst for him not being in the main event. One of my so,
1: favourite things about um, Naito, and this was before I started watching New Japan properly, um, mm-hmm. it was a, like a, a skit, and Naito, because he like when he had the you had to have it re- um, sort of redone because of the amount. of yeah. That's the one because he just abused it that much. But there was there was a like a video on Twitter and it was him trying to exchange it at a KFC. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I've yeah, got any money, uh, but I've got this. Will you accept this and just give me a KFC? It was brilliant. It was just really, really made me laugh. Uh, but overall, I'd give it nine out of ten. This match,
0: nine out of yeah. ten, definitely. Yeah, it's my second favorite match of. The night uh, it that's was surprising actually because Rob, Rob will attest I was not looking forward to this match after the Red Dominion match I was like eh. but like it, this rivals like doesn't quite top but rivals Omega Jericho from last year so
2: I think it 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 was massively helped with Callus mm-hmm. Callus the fact just, that like <laughs> there's a bit where uh, what does he says, um it's when I think it's Jericho does he hit him with a low blow. Mm-hmm. and then does a cold breaker, and it's like 2.9. <laughs> and Calus, that's a Japanese 2, that's a Canadian 3. <laughs> that was
0: so great. Um, it was actually very weird that uh, Power Struggle when Calus wasn't calling the Jericho match. It was fucking Chucky e. T. He was just burying everyone. It was weird. <laughs> um, but anyway, moving on, because we obviously are gagging to talk about this match. Ooh mama um (laughs) it it is hiroshi tanahashi versus kenny omega the at the time iwgp championship now before we get into this what do you think about the the story beat of tanahashi's gear has a spot open for the iwgp title see
1: this was the bit that i thought chris charlton did really really well with he knew his Mm. history he knew about the whole he just knew about the New Japan product. He'd clearly done his research, he was clearly a fan of the product and that for mm. me is
0: half the battle. And he was when the person who said... most put over this storyline. I was going to say, he, he, helped. He,
2: did. he helped the most with this match. Yep. Obviously with like T- Tanahashi's background and stuff.
1: I, I, I really really, especially during this match, like we've said, I really enjoyed his stuff and I think this match was me and Chris spoke about very very briefly on the podcast last time when we were previewing Wrestle Kingdom, how much the storyline just it wasn't I wasn't feeling the story for this because it's, they'd given the thing, it such the, a little build-up. But the
0: video package for this match made the story make sense. Do
1: yeah. you know what? The storytelling in the ring. The mm-hmm. storytelling in the ring. Give me a person who is a better storyteller in the ring than these two men. Taichi. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, we knew this match was going to be phenomenal because it's Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kenny Omega. (laughs) Kenny Omega's nickname is the best bout machine, for fuck's sake. We knew it was going to be excellent. This, for me, was a damn near perfect wrestling match because you had the arrogant upstart taking on the grizzled veteran who will not lie the fuck down. Because, let's um... face it, Omega dominated this match.
0: Yeah, what I loved in this match is when um, um, Tana ha- the one time Tana tried to stoop to Ken- what he sees as Kenny's level, he failed. Like, the one time he tried to stoop to that level was for high fly through the table, because Tana never uses weapons. No. Tries to high fly f- high fly through the table, yeah. lands on his fucking face, and that bump, that bump, we're, sk- we're skipping ahead, actually, because that the bumps Tana took in this match for the yeah. old man that he is.
2: Well, I was going to say. Was he injured before this? He's always injured. He's well, been I'm perpetually injured carried, for like two years. Just on on this walk down to the ring, he looked like he was like just wincing and limping.
0: Yeah, he's been he's been like that for like two years, man. Oh.
2: His biceps uh, fucked. Yeah, his bicep got fucked. Oh yeah, that's right. He, he his, wrestled for fucking like, two years with a injured torn yeah, bicep, wasn't The thing is,
0: his bicep got torn and then the first match back was against Zack Saber Jr. So who just oh, worked yeah. it. Like incessantly,
1: just unrelentingly. I've just put in my notes my opening bit after I've you know talked about Kenny's entrance, which I really, really Mm. enjoyed. Thought his entrance was great.
2: Did you watch Mm. the video that they did for that? Yes, yeah, I did. They put it on YouTube. Great.
1: Uh, The elect. This was a main event. The electricity in the Tokyo Dome. This is what a main event is. But again, Mm. near fucking silence for Kenny Omega.
2: Yeah, and I've noted that. I've I've just got I've got um. Uh, crowd mental for Tama, Tana. Um Nothing for Kenny.
0: Uh-huh. People much preferred Kenny chasing the Tile. I think yeah. they preferred when they fought Kenny and Meg, like that for that brief moment after Okada versus. Because I noticed this where people were sort of talk, like people were talking about him in much regard for like the year building up. But then when he had his match with Okada, they were talking about Omega like he was this their little secret. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like, and you see this a lot. In, like, as soon as something explodes, people try to go, oh, it, it's our little secret. And it's like, no, it's exploded. Fuck off. So, like, people wanted to root for Omega, but, like, after they've, he got what he wanted, just stopping. And to be fair, his reign hasn't helped him. Who they've put him against has not helped him. Like, his first defense was against Cody, who, like, it was a fun match, but it was Cody. Um, then he had Ishii, um, where he we didn't, weren't given quite enough time. Like, that match needed about five more minutes. Um, still, like, a nine out of ten, but needed more time. Like, if you saw a best stuff in the G1, you know they can do better. And then um, that triple threat, which was just, people thought it was weird. I enjoyed it, but people just found it weird. And how Cody, insur- Cody just sort of inserts himself into what should be a Kota versus Omega um, thing. Because thing is, Omega's had the best G1 of any champion since I've been watching. In terms of match quality, like he got a five star match out of Go-Oh, um fucking Ishii, Juice, just everyone had a great match with Kenny and it was amazing. Just
2: it, he's, got his... that, he's got that HBK about him, where he can literally get a good match out of anyone.
0: That was the perfect analogy, oh, I think it was Chris, it just... Chris who made it, was um, Brett versus HBK and then just like, yes, like with that one line. He made the storyline make sense. Absolutely
1: outstanding. Well done, Chris. Well done, Chris Charlton. If you if you listen to this podcast, which I doubt it, but um, my my notes underneath, literally I've written fantastic line, fantastic comparison, Michaels and Brett. And I've put underneath yeah. because at this point they hadn't even locked up. Just mm-hmm. they, were listening, they were just absorbing it all. And I've just put their backstage disdain for each other is hinted at by the way they lock up. The series of slaps confirms it. Mm-hmm. Because they weren't just slaps. They were I fucking hate everything you mm-hmm. stand for slaps they were. Yeah. Um the I, you talk about the bump Tanahashi took when he goes for uh, goes through that table which was fucking horrendous. Mm-hmm. But there was two other bumps that made me physically cringe. The first, that one on the
0: ta- that one that power slam on the table.
2: The power Jesus. slam on the
1: table which Tanahashi oh, almost barrier. fucking missed. Yeah. And then the bump when Omega goes for the rise of the terminator goes over the top rope. Oh, and man. misses or basically misses Tanahashi and takes it full <laughs> on the back.
0: Oh like my it, God. It halfway on the ramp, yeah.
2: halfway off. Oh. He catches him with like his knee or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Catches Tanahashi with like the back of his leg or something.
0: And you
1: like, just you hear Nick Jackson going,
2: Are you alright? Yeah.
0: Like Fuck. the young bucks ran over, like not just going, like just not just, not just kayfabe checking. They fucking ran yeah, they over did. to ch- see if Kenny was not okay. There
2: was like what? There was one of them as well where it was like, um it was like, was it just a drop kit or a top rope drop kit on the back? Yeah, like, fucking uh, hell, man. That's that's fucking gonna play, that's like page. <laughs> it's gonna break t- your back.
0: Tell t- you what though, um the I I was worried when they. Um, when they teased the dragon off the top rope,
1: oh yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. I was like, don't like, do that cause to Tana, after, that, will kill
0: him. Because after the Okada match, Okada couldn't get a full rotation. How the fuck does um, how the fuck does Tana have a shot? And then he did it, so I'm so proud of him.
2: But um, the thing where he uh did his knee on the rope as well, yeah. Oh, man, I hate that, I hate anything to do with knees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gaff, Gaff is scared for people's knees. Um, yeah. Just the
2: Styles Clash as well. Pop big for the Styles Clash. Oh, I, after oh,
1: the storytelling in that Styles Clash
0: is brilliant. Yeah. yeah thing is, thing is, Tana's been using the Styles Clash forever, but, but like the st- the fact that he used it against Omega and he hasn't used it against Omega before. And he just perfect.
2: stopped and looked and yeah. Kenny's <laughs> face as well.
0: He may as well have fucking winked at the camera. Yeah. It was quite spectacular, but I can't, it's, I found it hard to watch for style clash after Wrestle Kingdom 9, just for storytelling, they were telling, giving it as a neckbreaker, mm. so it's weird, but no, this match was fucking phenomenal like, I wasn't even sad that Tanahashi won in the yeah. end because...
2: I, I, I wanted Tanahashi
0: to win. You see, I wanted Omega to win, because I think he has much more to offer as a champion at this point Tana's already faced everyone on the roster Not
2: everyone, um, It's just like mate. a sort of
0: not everyone, no, still has Tai Chi to go. It's just like uh, a sort
2: of, um, you know, like a sunset and sort of farewell. It's going to, well, if you ever fucking stops.
0: <laughs> I don't think Tan is one of them. But it's weird because like a year and a half ago, he was dressing up as Dalton Castle's boy on a rising. So <laughs> it really has been a good redemption arc. And like his redemption arc has been amazing. And I'm looking forward to Naito's and Okada's next year but i i'm going to give this ma- um very quickly kevin kelly once again ruining the fucking ending high fly flow! Yeah. like he it was like the high fly flow was taking forever to land it was ridiculous
2: <laughs> Just, uh,
0: fuck kevin kelly I love um,
2: the, um the spot with the three power bombs as well by kenny yeah Fucking hell. Yeah, like, each, each one like getting...
0: each one was different like yeah. it was a different power bomb each time like for fact but uh, anyone who can do uh deadlift gut wrench bomb, yeah which is low-key one of my favorite moves like once jack swagger did a deadlift one and Tommy zayn and i fucking popped um <laughs> but, but the wrist match is easily 10 out of 10 the fact that omega didn't hit one winged angel um just sets up a rematch like he did for Okada, and I'm ready. If this becomes a series, I am ready for this series. Garth, what do I've you
2: think? Gotten, I've gone nine out
0: of ten. Right. Well, I'm. This, I've I've saved it until now, but this is my podcast. Uh, we are we are scoring at ten. Oh, yeah. but why, the, why? 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 So why have you decided to be wrong, Garth? Um
2: it's it's not a perfect match it's a, it's almost but if I can't have nine and a half
0: you can't we don't do halves yeah which I've what got written what, down. what what makes it non-perfect for you investment okay all right fair enough but, but like it, this is sort of like when um I scored band for glory lower because I don't watch impact it doesn't as for people who watch the product this is a perfect match
2: mm-hmm. I get it i I, I get it. Yeah. Mm. But I enjoyed other matches more. This is probably a better match but I enjoyed other matches more, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Some matches just need like if you watch Hogan versus Rock had having no idea what Hogan or Rock who the Hogan or the Rock is, you're gonna be confused on why people like it. So I guess it's like that, except Well it's a... like
2: when people say it's so if you turn the sound off on that match, it's an absolutely awful match.
0: Yeah, but thing is, you turn the sign off on this match. It's like, ouch! Why are we attacking the old man with the long hair, uh, Rob? It's
2: not
0: you through me? that
2: cardboard table.
0: <laughs> it's not cap. Have you ever tried to break a Japanese table, Rob? It's very. Anyway, Rob, what do you think?
1: Um, for me, it was like I've I've already gushed about it enough. It's it's mm-hmm. a very 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 good match, as near perfect as you can possibly get. But you know this there's so many things that you can talk about for a start i know that i'm used to seeing v triggers i'm used to seeing them it doesn't stop me going fuck me every time he hits one because i swear to god they're actually going to break someone's neck occasionally oh, yeah. you know one the, time w- the worst it-
2: one's way was down on the rope yeah yes. oh. there's nowhere from there's nowhere from to go Mm-hmm. and he's just you, nearly taking his head off
0: you know who takes the best beat trigger is Michael Elgin I'm not even kidding he takes the best beat trigger
1: it's because he's all muscle it probably doesn't hurt um, <laughs> but you know it's a historic main event even if it's not the perfect <clears throat> match I mean it's the longest time sorry it's the longest Wrestle Kingdom main event in history it's the first time a G1 Climax winner has ever won the championship at the Tokyo Dome and it's the first time since Wrestle Kingdom 5 in 2011 that the t- the main title has actually changed hands. And who was mm-hmm. the last person to do it? Hiroshi, Hiroshi Tanahashi against Kojima. So, you know, this was Wow. This was damn near perfect Can... for me.
0: Absolutely. Um I'm i g- I'm gonna pull rank and say ten out of ten with this one. Yeah. I just can't give it anything else. I'm so I'm sorry, Gaff.
1: Sorry? Um I was gonna say I don't think he's that bothered.
0: <laughs> he's, he's, I get it. I get it. He has no know, investment screw until next screw year the Wrestle new Kingdom. just
2: screw the new guy.
0: <laughs> the new guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, so max out of ten for the whole of Wrestle Kingdom, guys.
2: I think barring the yard one or two. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it nine out of ten overall.
0: I would agree with you with nine out of
2: ten. Um yeah,
1: I'll go 9 out of 10. There was the odd blip. You know, I've, I've vented enough on the Cody Juice Robinson match. I was left feeling very underwhelmed with uh, the Ishimori Kushida match. I ultimately think that they perhaps could have afforded more time to the juniors tag, but, you know, that's me being very, very picky. We had some absolutely outstanding matches on this card. Absolutely. You know, everything from the main event to Jericho Naito, Jay White, Okada. We had the star making performance of Jay White. And then we've got. You know, Coach Ibushi and Will Ospreay. We've got Ishii and Zack Sabre Jr., all really, really good matches, and the good far, far, far outweighs any niggly, you know, hatreds I might have. So yeah, I'll go I'll go nine out of ten.
0: Great. I'm glad we're all agreed. Now, New Year's Dash. This is gonna be very quick. Um we're basically just gonna stop on Story Beats and one excellent match. So we started off with Chaos of Rocky Romero showing and versus Dave Boy Smith, Lance Archer and Azuka it was an izuka match there was a lot of biting moving on um I cannot we have stand izuka <laughs> we're not we have a sh- rant at least once a but even on the fucking retro review izuka was on it and we had this rant and it's, moving a, on his gimmick is just uh, shit i'm sorry <laughs> moving on um <laughs> we have um chase owens and takahashi is Toa, Hanari, and Um, Homna. Just like it's weird watching Canary with Homna because it's like watching Makabe's current boyfriend of his ex. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. And they keep going, Oh, Mac- um, Hanari really wants to be in Great Bash Heel. I'm like, I didn't understand if this was like 2009. Who the fuck wants to be in Great Bash Heel nowadays?
1: Great Bash Heel is two men, like that's it.
0: Like, like who wakes up and thinks, You know what, I want to be a member of Great Bash Heel? Um, <laughs> You have basically been overtaken by the main unit, and now with the recent storyline, been basically taken over by chaos. Exactly. So, um, but K- Keebs and I eye at Bullet Club, um, for v two, for later in the night. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next we had David Finley and Drew Robinson versus the best friends, and Brett's mum was in the crowd. <laughs> She's the most over person in Cork and Hall that night. Uh <laughs> it was amazing, and I love the fact that. She- Him. And Beretta was just shouting, I already hugged you. I already hugged you. Um, Chucky T continued to be crazy. It was a good match. It just went nowhere. It, it was actually pretty good. Um, but thing is, Bretta's mum was the best part about it. Yeah, um, next, we had the actual good match um, Go Oh Ishii and Ospreay versus Cobb, Kishida, and Nagata. And like any one of these people could face any one of these people coming up, and I would actually be quite happy.
1: Yeah, this was, was fantastic.
0: I was hoping they were gonna set up o- Kushida versus Osprey to sort of get more junior representation on the heavyweight side because they've sort of neglected neglected their juniors for the past few years, but
1: one thing I will say, and we uh-huh. you know, Osprey won after what was a fucking phenomenal match and you know, for, mm-hmm. for a new year dash anyway. I think it'll get four stars um, mm-hmm. from Maltzer, but the thing I noticed was after this match, Osprey fist bumped Kushida. Now, mm. that could mean one of two things: is Osprey just saying goodbye out of the junior division, or is this Kashida's swan song?
0: The thing is about the junior division is that it's very, it, it's 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 very much a hive mind. Like if you watch any press conference going up to a junior di- event, it would be about furthering a junior division as opposed to the heavyweight division, where it's like. I want to be the main person so I can leave my mark on Japanese wrestling. Yeah. They're two. So, once a junior, always a junior might just be it. I doubt if it's Kushida Swan Song. Um, I doubt they just end it without saying anything. They say something normally. Maybe. So, Maybe. Um, I very much doubt it because um, they set up stuff in this match. They set, they, they're they really going hard on Cobb versus Goto, which I'm not complaining about. but No. Like, both in this scramble and here and also nagada and ishii which that would hurt like how is nagada still nagada
1: i don't understand how they are taking the like the bumps and the strikes that they are both taking but jesus christ i am well up for that match very very up for that match
0: absolutely anyway next up this is weirdly not worth talking about apart from one thing is the Bullet Club team retaining their championship against Toguchi, Makabe and Yano. I don't remember anything about this match until Taka Hashin, Owens turned up. And I assume they're joining back up with Bullet Club just because they couldn't be bothered buying new gear.
1: It seems that way, doesn't it? Plus the elites <laughs> yeah, are fucking off. So it makes it, sense yeah, to it, go back. I think
0: it's most, yeah, I think that's mostly it because quite look at Chase Owens. He's a carny if there ever was a carny. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, anyway, now onto the best match of the weekend. Uh with Suzuki Gun of El Desperado, Suzuki Taichi, um, Kanemaru, and Saber Junior versus the L.A.J. team of all of L.A.J. apart from Takahashi, um, and massive brawl to start. That chair shot by Taichi, like out, like beyond my love of him. You cannot deny how fucking brutal that chair shot was. tonight. It broke he the broke fucking the ch- chair. Chair. Yeah, he broke the chair. And then Rob, I want you to say this: Who picked up the pinfall here?
1: Just before you say. I've just got a couple of things to say before I tell you who got the pinfall and is therefore charging with okay. the continental title. Um, the first thing I want to point out is when was the last time you saw um, Suzuki-Goon be this vicious? They were on a different level to where New they year's, usually are. Um,
0: <laughs> New Year's dash two years ago. Yeah,
1: 2017, which I've just finished watching, by the way. Um, I just here they were another level. Um, Chi eventually got Absolutely. the pinfall over Naito with the Black Mephisto. And there was one point where Naito was holding the belt, ready to hit Naito. Sorry, Chi was ready with the belt to hit Naito. And there was a pause and I was like, Takahashi's coming back. Takahashi's coming back. And they didn't. And Chi is standing above him with the belt. So, yeah, there we go.
0: This is going to be a great match. I'm calling it. This is going to be better than the Suzuki versus Naito matches.
1: Yeah, they were shit, though, to be
0: honest. They were pretty (laughs) boring. But here's the thing. Suzuki Gun is like the diametric opposite of LIJ. So this feud is inherently good. We just can't have Suzuki and Naito going at it. Mm -hmm. So if Saber Junior is going to be feuding with Ishii um, going forward, because Rev Pro storylines are starting to treacle into... Um, New Japan. i I think Taichi is your best option. Fair
1: enough. Fair enough.
0: And also, and also, he is god. And also, he is amazing. And also, I love him. Um, Move on. to. On to. I told you he cut my gushing short. Um, the last <laughs> match of the night was Fale G- Gator uh, J White, aka Rest of Bullet Club, versus No Elite on this, At all. Now about looking at it.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think that's fairly indicative of what's happening.
0: Yeah, um, taking on the chaos team of Okada, Tanahashi, and do I have to say I don't want to say his name? I don't like him. You say it, Rob.
1: This main event was billed as the combat match of Yoshihashi, who was injured <laughs> at the end of last match, at the end of last year. Sorry, um, and this it, this was my issue with the entire thing. So basically, JY won um after pinning Yoshihashi after a Blade Runner. Um mm-hmm. and then he went on to challenge and beat down Tanahashi, which is perfect. Mm. I think that is definitely the place with, you know a place to go. Um whether it's a New Year's, uh, sorry, New Beginning, I don't know because I mean is Tanahashi gonna lose at New Beginning? Uh, I happened mean it so. could happen. It could it happen. It happened with Okada. So, whether Jay White will take it there, I don't know. I'm well up for Jay White doing that. The thing that I want to talk to you is, okay? The thing I want to talk about is I've just said, like I've said, I've just finished New Beginning 2017.
0: New so, Beginning 2017,
1: eh? I... So, sorry, New Year Dash 2017. And in the last couple of years, in 2016, we had Kenny turn on AJ. We had, mm-hmm. in 2017, the return of Suzuki Goon. In 2018, mm-hmm. we had Jay White turn on Omega. And we had the um, Chris Jericho attack on Naito. Here, mm-hmm. aside from the usual storytelling, which was fine, which was good, which was solid, there was nothing. There was no progress on the Chaos Mall. There was no progress on the what the hell Chuck E.T. is doing. And it just felt like we were waiting for something to happen, and then it was the end. It, it just felt like it was perfect. Think- that it was Yoshihashi's main event... And if Yoshihashi was going to be the mole, turn him there. It just it would make sense. But I don't know, nothing. I just felt very, very. Oh, well, that was it, was it?
0: Okay. I think we've. I think what we've forgotten about with the chaos mole thing is that the main unit is now in chaos, effectively. So it could be a main unit guy.
1: I'd love it to be Ishi. It's not going to be, but I'd love it to be Ishi.
0: I'd rather Ishi be sort of the second to Okada than the second to Jay White. To be honest with you.
1: Oh yeah yeah absolutely, but even so it'd just be it'd just be interesting massive swerve
0: yeah um Russo, um <laughs> I think what you're forgetting about here Rob it's that this has one of the best moments in New Japan history with Barrett's mum um turning up making her debut in first of many she's undefeated in New Japan she hasn't had a match, but that's irrelevant
1: I've heard she's going to challenge Tai Chi after he wins the belt at new beginning
0: I, I would be down for that Tai Chi versus um Taichi's ballet versus Beretta's mom.
1: <laughs> I mean, after after this show, we had we've got Tanahashi versus Jay White, we've got Taichi yeah. versus Naito, and we've got Beretta versus um, Juice. So ultimately, yeah. it's not it's done well. This show storyline wise, I just felt like there was something else.
0: Yeah, thing is, um, two of these feel like transitional feuds, and then we also have Taichi versus Naito. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I thought I thought it was a passable. New Year's Dash, it's like um, it's like how on a, I think on one of the um, post-Mania shows this year we didn't have an NXT call-up and that felt underwhelming I think it's just a wee bit like, right the standard's been too high over the past few years, it sort of reached its apex last year of Chris Jericho turning up and you know, it's a cool down year this year but it's gonna, be... and again, New Year's Dash is basically fucking um, Unboxing. To- <laughs> yeah, no unboxing's better than this man seriously, watch, watch an unboxing show, it is incredible <laughs> um, like, I haven't watched this year's but yeah, apart from I've had Jordan Grace and Will Osprey winning the Progress Tag Team Championships ruined for me that was...
1: well you've ruined it for anyone that's listening to this and is going to do it now, well done it,
0: it's out on demand now man oh, okay. um, I wait to swallow my fingers. except for you going, oh you mean the Jordan Grace thing, I didn't even know she was there thanks for that Rob it's um... <laughs> So you don't even watch progress. How did you know? Uh, <laughs> I, know I know everything. Twitter. <laughs> anyway, so Twitter. this has been the this has been the Young Lion podcast hosted by me. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. Um, <laughs> it's been nice having you, Where Can we find you?
2: Uh, I'm Adam Jackson. Yeah,
0: awesome. I'll see you in Blackpool, Gaff. um Oh yeah. <laughs> A week now—it's not even a week away now, lads. It's that's crazy. I still need to sort my travel shit. Uh, anyway, it's first,
2: the first official meal. I know.
0: Yeah, i feel like it's a bigger occasion for you and Rob because I've only been here for like six months. It's um,
1: a good point. It's a good point. You're ready for this, Garth. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to underwhelm and disappoint. I'm ready. It's what my message says, anyway. <laughs>
0: So Rob, where can we be underwhelmed by you?
1: Uh, at real Rob Goodwin is where the underwhelming takes place.
0: <laughs> yes, um, I've been Chris O'Brien, Follow me at Youngline CXT. My DMs are open because no one slides into them. Um, <laughs> I have I've seen lads in. This actually, this is my last. This is my lad's last podcast for Black. But no, no, we'll have the preview and like the review of the six shows we haven't done yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck um anyway so see you guys next time
1: adios bye